You're listening to the Girls on the Grid podcast with Tanea and Priya. Welcome back to the Girls on the Grid podcast. I am finally joined again by my co-host. She has found time in her busy schedule to come and chat with me. Priya. Hi. What's it like to be back? It's amazing to be back. You've returned. It's been an insane few weeks, but you know what? It's been all right. I've done some self-discovery without Tanea. Sorry, I love you, but yeah, we um did some podcasting on my own. Ouch. Which was a little bit scary. Ouch. But it was good. That was actually really fun. Did you miss me though? Um, no, of Ouch. course I did. Of course I did. <laughs> anyway, happy Mother's Day, Tanea. Happy Mother's Day for yesterday. I actually did not get my mum a present. I got my mum some flowers, but that was yeah, it. Sorry, you're mom. a better daughter than I am. Well, you and you gave your mum a good night out though last night. Actually, Sunday, Mother's Day, I took my mum to the airport and she flew home. So we didn't time that very well, but I did get to spend a couple of days with her. She flew down to Melbourne on Wednesday and I had got to spend a really good few days with her and her best friend, Showing them the sights. We went to Squires Loft in Docklands last night. Then we went and played at the arcade. Rode some scooters through Docklands and South Bank in the CBD, which was an experience. And yeah, then ended up at the casino. So it was really good to spend some time with her. I do live very far away from my parents, so I don't get to see them a whole lot. But I definitely do, yeah absolutely adore any time that I get to spend with them so that's what my mother's day was I dropped them off at the airport at 10 a.m went and played some futsal and now I'm just recording this podcast and you didn't join me and my friend last night what's with that I tried but you're in bed by 7 30 we actually had a really early night she was geeing me up to try and go to a nightclub and then I'm like, okay, cool, where's this nightclub? And then next minute she's like, kidding, I'm in my hotel room going to bed. I'm bored of Uber Eats, good night. I was like, wow. We were eating Mexican food and we went to bed because we were so tired, but it was fun. Kind of disappointed Tanae didn't come. Tanae and Mandy and the girls. We were, we were coming. We were going to be there to party hard and then you bailed. Did you end up having a late one? God, no. <laughs> yep. We were in bed by midnight, but it was really good just to spend some time. I think, yeah. I texted mum at 12 yeah. and said goodnight, I'm pretty in sure. In 12.01, you texted a happy Mother's Day, right? Yeah, basically. Because you're dedicated to the good daughter cause. That's it. That's it. That's the whole reason I made my day around that. But in honour of the Mother's Day weekend that has just been, we decided that we would do something a little bit special this week and do a Mother's Day special episode. In honour of all the mums out there who, you know, birthed us, you know, brought us into the world. Everyone's got a mum that brought them into this world. So, uh, yeah, we've got to honour them. And that's what we're going to do today. And in honour of the honouring of our mothers, we both spoke to our mothers Mm. for a little segment on the pod. Priya sat down with Angela Richards the one and only, and then I had to force my mum, had to force her. She's very much a behind the camera. I nearly had to force my mum as well. Really? (laughs) Yeah. She was like, I'm scared. I'm like, it's just me. (laughs) 
My mum thought she was going to cry on the podcast. Luckily, that didn't happen, but you'll get to hear that segment later in the episode. We also reached out to a few drivers to get their... Bit of a shout-out to the mums. Shout-outs to the motorsport mums. They are a different breed. Aren't they what? So we have that coming up in this app. Obviously, you're going to hear Tanea's mum, Mandy, chatting about uh, raising Tanea in the years she was doing motocross. And Oh, what a poor lady. <laughs> and my, I'm sorry for it. And, of course, my mum uh, supporting my dad and my brother uh, with his racing. And she was also very involved in our race team. So we had a great chat about that. Um, I'm actually excited to listen to that. I didn't hear that. So once when I edit this pod, I'm going to actually really tune in. Yeah. And even when I sit down and talk to her about it, I'm like, Jesus, like it takes, it takes a lot of work. <laughs> I could, yeah, I can't even imagine, but it's just a really cool insight for all of our yep, listeners, you know? Exactly. Um, but yeah, we hope you guys enjoy this episode uh, a bit different to our normal, but happy Mother's Day to all the amazing mums out there. And enough jibber jabber. Let's jump straight into the chat with. Priya Richards and her mother bear, Angela Richards. So welcoming one of our guests for this week's episode is my amazing mum, Angela Richards. Welcome to the pod. Thank you, Priya. It's very exciting to um, be on the pod with you. How was your Mother's Day? I had a lovely day. Did I do all right? You did very well. Oh, beautiful flowers. Thank you. Thanks. What did Clay get you? Really nice earrings. They actually are really good earrings. <laughs> they are nice. He's very, he's very good. He always buys me jewellery. I'm very lucky. That's because he doesn't know what else to get. <laughs> That's good for me. <laughs> I think it's our first weekend as a family. Not really. No. I was going to say it's our first weekend without any of us at a racetrack, but Clay was actually at a racetrack today. He was. Yeah. That's just another <laughs> another day in the Richards family, really. But he did pop in and say yeah. hi, so and gave you some earrings, yeah. yeah so that was that nice. Is, that's um, but that's how it's been for the last twenty five years, really, mm. hasn't it? It's um, pretty much most of our any sort of big event, birthday, Mother's Day, whatever. Most likely, it all has to be based around or organised around a, a race, race weekend. <laughs> yeah, <Exactly>. pretty much. <laughs> Even like our my cousin's wedding, she's planning it around our racing which I think is funny because yeah. everyone else in the family just knows <laughs> what I it's know, like I know. um but yeah I guess that's what we want to have a bit of a talk about so obviously the last 25 years you've been alongside dad um and he was racing in what was he racing in when you met him so when I first met dad or Steve um he was racing Oscar out of mm-hmm. Calder and was uh, involved with the super touring category and he was racing an alpha with um, Gary Rogers at the time. So that was just before they um, started racing in the uh, supercars or V8s mm-hmm. back then. Um, so wasn't he just out of his Formula 4 days kind of? Yeah. He was pretty yeah. fresh, yeah. So he was just, yeah, just started out in super touring and doing Oscar. Um, That's so cute. How'd yeah. you meet though? So we, um, I was actually living in Melbourne. Um, I was moved from Gippsland, from Tarelgan, mm-hmm. living in Melbourne for six months, working at Channel Nine. Um, and my flatmate at the time worked for a race team, and that's how we met. They were friends, and 
um, just we met through our mutual friend. So cute. I've heard that story <laughs> so many times, but I think people should hear it. And was it your first date at a racetrack? Our very first date was at Calder. <laughs> and didn't he, he gave you his phone number, but he didn't, like you didn't know who he was. You, you, he didn't even reach out to you or anything. So no. didn't you bring Uncle Graham? Yeah. No, <laughs> I, well, I, I met him and he suggested that I come along and watch him race. And that was like three weeks later. And I thought, it's really strange. Like I've yeah. not heard from him. I don't want to drive three hours to this racetrack with this guy to go who are you yeah <laughs> so I did bring my brother along yes that's funny that worked out well though because yeah. yeah yeah they all get along really good but um and before meeting dad and in the well, when you guys were first together you had a decent career in television which yeah. was really cool but you also had to make a lot of sacrifices along the way and one of them was moving to England with dad yeah so um sort of we've been I guess together maybe um, a year, maybe 18 months. And we, um, yeah, Dad, Dad got the opportunity to go and be a test driver for the Nissan team in the UK. And it was such a great opportunity. Um, but that happened very, very quickly. Mm. Like when he found out that he had the position to when he left was four days. Yeah. So it was like he was going. And he um, dropped everything. To, yeah, and... Yeah. Um, yeah, and I sort of was, I stayed behind for a few months just um, putting things together and then I moved over there and, yeah, pretty much left everything I knew, my work, my family, friends, um, and moved to the UK uh, to, to be there with Dad. And um, it was, you know, it was, it was hard. It was really tough to leave everyone mm. behind, but it was such an exciting opportunity for him and it was great like I um it was you know great opportunity for me too to go and mm-hmm. go and sort travel. Of travel and but it wasn't easy I will admit it was a it was a big adjustment yeah um but I knew how important it was for him and um yeah we we uh ended up staying over there for just over a year and um it was it was a really great experience when I look back it was it was hard initially but mm-hmm. A really, really great experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then in 1998, because was it 1998 the year that you were in England? Yes. Or was it, yeah. So you temporarily came back to Australia for Bathurst. Yeah, so we got to come back. And yeah. a wedding. <laughs> yeah, so we got just, just before we went over to the UK, we got engaged. And um, then when we, Dad got an opportunity to drive with Stone Brothers. Um, mm-hmm. at Sandown and Bathurst. So we came back for those two races. And back then those races were only a few weeks apart or maybe a month apart, I think. Mm-hmm. And um, so we come back for Sandown and I decided, so just before we come back, we decided, well, while we're back, we should get married. So it was very So working around the racing again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's organise yeah. it. So um, we come back, did Sandown, and then Dad went back to the UK and I stayed and organised a wedding in a month. And um, we had a great wedding at um, Jim and Faye, Steve's parents' place. And uh, so we had Bathurst. Steve come back, he did Bathurst, one Bathurst, one of the very, mm-hmm. his very first Bathurst. And a week later we got married. 
And that wedding just turned into a big Bathurst it party. It pretty much was just a Bathurst <laughs> party. Even um, the bar area had the trophy. Yeah. And, <laughs> and every... like all these checkered flags, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> and everybody wanted photos with the trophy. Yeah. So. <laughs> and not the bride. <laughs> so my, my wedding turned into basically a Bathurst party. <laughs> yeah. And then when both of us kids were young, I remember being at the track a fair bit, but obviously we didn't go to all the events because at that stage of our life, it was kind of more of a hassle just because us kids, we actually weren't really that interested in it, yeah. which is funny um, to look at how things are now. Um, and yeah, because of this, and especially because dad was racing full time, you were on your own a lot with us kids. So how was that? Yeah, I mean, it's, um, you know, it is hard. You are on your own a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, they look there, it's, a great I mean they're lucky you know Steve was lucky to have his work as as something that he was so passionate about and you Mm -hmm. got to go and um do that as your job it was really great but the downside I guess is that you are traveling a lot he's Mm -hmm. away a lot and when you've got small children um you know it's hard you can't go to all the races you know because it's hard you've got kids and you've got other priorities so you do spend a lot of time on your own um you know, my family's a couple of hours away, so um, I had Steve's family close by, which was great. Um, but you do you do spend a lot of time on your own. I remember spending a lot of time, even going to Nana's. Yeah. Yeah. So, when, yeah, if I... And watching the races. Yeah. The I mean, I was lounge. lucky enough to be able to still go at times, and my parents would particularly come and look after your kids. So I was really lucky I had a good support network. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is that they, they are away a lot, um, a lot away for racing and then in between doing a lot of sponsor commitments. So, um, you know, it's not as glamorous as maybe no. it does, you know, well, <laughs> people maybe assume it is. It is, um, you do spend a lot of time apart when they're, yeah. when they're racing full time. But then in... Oh, 2010 2011 when dad stopped racing mm. full-time that's when we started our own team and you were very involved in not only getting that team up and running but for the next how many years do we do it six seven years uh, no we did it four so we started 10 2011 years, and yeah um 2019 yeah yeah so, so for that whole period i remember you were very involved mm. in managing the sponsors and just like everything from that, from the sponsors, but also from just like catering yeah. or managing the boys or just, yeah. you know, booking hotels. And, organising, yeah. yeah, logistics, so organising flights, accommodation. Yeah, and everything. what was the role? Because at that point it was a full-time job for both of well, you. Well, it was very much full-time for Steve because mm-hmm. he was, you know, he was the mechanic, the driver, the, the transport driver the truck driver um so we made we did everything from work on the car to transport the car to looking after sponsors Mm -hmm. organizing the team so then i would organize all the flights accommodation do the schedules for the race weekends Mm -hmm. um manage sponsors over the weekend corporates I remember um, walking around, always having to, you would always drag me around because we'd have to walk around and show everyone yeah. everything. Um, but it was great. I loved it because it was our team and we did it mm-hmm. as a family and it was really, and we had some really great people involved in that team and it was, um, you know, I'm sad that it, we're not doing that now, mm-hmm. but it was just such a great time mm-hmm. um, 
and to look at some of the achievements that we had while we we're running oh, yeah. our own team like it was awesome we you know we had um 2014 yeah we did and we did the you know winning the Carrera Cup championship the we 12 did, hour. did we had awesome. a huge um, program with the 12 hour that was massive and it was really it was really stressful and a lot of work but I look back now and think it was a huge mm. achievement for us as a little family team to do that um, I have some great memories and the sponsors that we had involved with us were yeah. just amazing and we've made some lifelong yeah, friends. Yeah, we've got some well. lifelong yeah. friends come from that. So I look back at that and just think that was probably one of the best um, times of our racing for sure. Mm-hmm. But it definitely like it had its strains. Oh, absolutely! It? Like yeah. it's stressful running your own team. Yeah. we relied heavily on our sponsors to mm-hmm. be able to go racing and just to so, live. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that and that was our job. So um, it's so weird to think about because I guess I just didn't really understand it fully back then but like that's that was our existence that's what that's we right. lived off which is so cool and also yeah. dad was still co-driving at the yeah, time so exactly. he was still getting really good co-drives mm-hmm. um so that was also you know a huge part of our life so um but it was just a really good time i look back and i i do miss running that so team fun, it was really it? really fun i mean but steve richard's motorsport it's still very much a team but it's really just us four now isn't yeah. it because i remember because we ran the team, oh, we, we had it at a workshop for a bit, but then eventually we moved it back home. Mm. And it was like in the summertime before the 12-hour, we had, I swear, like 20 people here every day and the race <laughs> car at the front. And I had Ruben. And in that time I was competing and I was always out training him and I would have to get the horse ready basically at the truck and there'd be race cars in and out. Oh, it was Do you remember the time. time that Ruben, your horse, wandered into the, yeah. into the workshop and he actually racing? Yeah, the horse went but, into the workshop and yeah. ended up falling over. Do you remember yeah, that? Because he um he stunned the, all the guys were in there working on the race car and this he massive so horse funny. wandered in and everyone was a bit oh and <laughs> poor Ruben he did over. his yeah it was quite a slippery fall and he actually ended up being out for a few months after that yeah it wasn't great but it was that was quite. Looking that up was out of the life. office window and seeing this massive horse yeah, looking in, it was, it was like, oh, you're not this... supposed to be in here. And we were like that weird house that all the neighbours kind of knew as that there was the horses walking around, but then there were race cars. It was just like this dump. It's kind of funny. It was funny. <laughs> but I think um, having the family race team, it, it was able to get me and Clay involved as well. Yes. And I think that's probably what started Clay's love for motorsport there. Because, you know, when dad was full-time it was kind of just stand at the back of the garage and watch which was really cool but even having the team and being able to you know get a rag and clean the tires and then for me eventually dad saying all right you can make some videos for the team and now I get to actually do that as a job yeah that's like it's definitely yeah given both Clay and I some opportunities but how's it been for you watching both well obviously Clay with his racing now but even for me having a career in motorsport well, it's been great because we've watched you sort of doing, you've always had a love of doing your photography and making videos. Even when you were young, you used to get my phone mm-hmm. and make videos of everything. <laughs> and so you've always loved that. So to watch you progress now into the position you are, it's we're just so excited and proud, you know, of what you've achieved. And now you're getting to go, like you're involved now with, the supercar events and that's just and you're getting to basically live the dream mm-hmm. and awesome. for clay um you know with steve not racing anymore it's we're able to put all of our energy into helping clay um so even though 
we're back running our team again it's just the four of us and it's Mm -hmm. it is really good we really enjoy it we love I think one of the big things that we love to do is that we're doing it as a family and um and just again watching clay um develop and see where that's going to go for him yeah he's just so passionate about his racing so you know again it's you know steve and i are both working outside of racing so trying to juggle everything it does get hectic and it does get you know busy Mm. but we just love it we love going racing i just wouldn't yeah do anything else it's just yeah so good but i think over the years as well it's in the last three years it's slowed down a lot from Mm. probably what it was you know dad he works full-time now Mm -hmm. um in a big management role at rpm hire which is really good for him and then obviously clay racing and you're working Mm -hmm. as well what are kind of the next moves for you guys do you think well you know, we're getting is, older. Yeah. And I mean, it's <laughs> been 25 like slow, years of motorsport. I would like to slow down at some point. But in saying that, I think I would miss not doing it. So mm-hmm. I guess it's really, you know, for us this year, we wanted to give Clay every opportunity. And we've had some really great sponsors come on board to support Clay, mm-hmm. which we're very lucky. Um, and we're giving him... We're trying to give him as much opportunity as we can. So he's doing Formula Ford and Toyota 86 series. And I guess we just get through this year and see what happens, Mm -hmm. see where we're at, see how it's gone. So for us, it's, I guess, a bit of a wait and see. Like I would love to think that Clay could continue on with his racing. and That's the thing, you can't predict anything. You know, it is, it's a tough sport and it's an expensive (laughs) sport. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you have to have, um, some really good people involved, which we do, so we're very lucky. But I guess it's just a wait and see thing at the moment. I mean, we're enjoying it while we're doing it, mm-hmm. and we'll see what happens. And that's what we say to Clay: enjoy what you're doing because you don't know you what's don't down know the what's track. You don't know. So um, at the moment, most of our weekends are involved with going away racing. Um, we don't see much of you anymore because no. you're always away. I've been home for a day. <laughs> you come home for a day and gone again. But that's great. We love to see you both doing what you love and growing and that's what it's all about. Yeah. And Clay and I, we've been really lucky. You guys have been very encouraging to both of us and made sure that we've had good opportunities as well. And you've put up with a lot, even with me having to go away and then dumping my washing on you and then leaving again. <laughs> and horses. <laughs> and looking after my horses. So, no, thank yeah. you. Thanks for that's that. Okay. Um, that's, you know, we, I don't, we wouldn't be um, where we are without you guys. So thank you. But I think it's also, you and I talk about this all the time. We talk about motorsport and, mm-hmm. and what it's like and what the last kind of 10 years have been like. But it's, I think it's good for people to hear the behind the scenes because it's like you said before people see this glamorous side of it and it's not it's really a, like that at no, all it's not it's um, a lot of work it's it you know yeah. and it's the same for everybody and i think um there's a lot of work goes into um, mm-hmm. into it and but we like i said we love it and we do it and you know i can't imagine it not being in our life yeah hmm. and i think you've been and obviously it's what people don't see but you've been a very important part to dad's success as well because he basically managed him. I mean, so race car drivers, they can't really <laughs> no, do much he, for themselves, was, can't they? <laughs> that's pretty easy. He pretty much managed himself. But it was just yeah. important to be there as a support 
and you know pretty much um for me it was about I was lucky I was able to be at home and Mm -hmm. be with your kids while you were young and that was important so dad could go and do these things Mm -hmm. and you have to work in together and you have to work as a team and that's what we've always done um and that's worked well for us Mm -hmm. um yeah we've just we've just supported each other and um that's what's you know that's what you've got to do you know to make it all these things happen yeah well thanks for coming on the pod oh, thanks for having me this no was really lovely to have a little chat oh, it was good no we've been meaning to get you guys on but mother's day episode that yeah. well. thank hope you. you had a good mother's day i had a lovely mother's day thank you prayer So it was great to sit down and finally have a chat with my mum on the pod. Um, It's been something that I've told her that we were going to do eventually. And I think... Why can we get her on for a full ep? I think we should as well. um, She's she's actually got a really cool story. And I think what a lot of people don't realise is how involved my mum actually was in running our race team. And, And what's the thing that they say behind every great man is a... Is a woman, a stressed and tired woman. <laughs> exactly. That's it. And that's definitely my mum. But she, um, yeah, she's amazing. She's awesome. And she's made a lot of sacrifices over the years for my dad to have a racing career and even my brother now as well. And she's also been very supportive of my career choice. And she gives me really good mother hugs at racetracks, which I appreciate. Oh, that's so cute. I'm sure she'll love to hear that. <laughs> But yeah, uh, no, mum's awesome. What do you reckon of a, a co-wivers episode with her and Lara Lowndes? Absolutely. That has to happen. We had a really fun few years with the Lowndes uh, in the time that dad was racing with Lowndes. And yeah, the co-wivers, uh, mum and Lara. I love that so yeah, much. They, they're going to have some pretty awesome stories to tell. So we'll definitely have to do that for sure. And we also heard from some of the drivers who gave their mums a shout out. Uh, for all their support in their motorsport careers. So let's hear from them. Hey, it's Nick Perkatz here. Just wanted to throw a quick shout out to my mother bear or if we're gonna be formal, Jody. Just wanna say a big thank you for everything you've done for me throughout my whole life. You know, you backed myself and dad with this wacky idea to go motor racing and um, supported us in all those weekends while away racing but yeah just want to say appreciate everything you've done for me I uh, can't wait to see you again soon and make sure you give the pup a big scratch for me love ya bye hey guys it's Courtney Prince here I just wanted to give my mum a shout out for this Mother's Day she has always supported me right from the start of my racing career I can remember mum towing my go-kart trailer across the countryside to meetings and test days when dad couldn't. I don't think she's ever missed a race meeting yet. Thank you for always supporting me at my races and helping me behind the scenes. I wouldn't be where I am without you today. Hey everyone, Thomas Randall here. Just wishing my mum a happy Mother's Day. Thank you for everything that you've done for me and continuously do for me including forcing you to wash my race gear and cooking me amazing meals. Uh, Yeah, just thanks again for helping me achieve my dreams and uh, I hope you have a wonderful day, Mum. I love you. Hey, guys, Brock here. I just want to wish all the mums a happy Mother's Day and a massive thank you for everything you guys do for us. 
to my mum and couldn't do it without you, all your support over my racing, letting me have days off school and following me around the country. Can't thank you enough. And yeah, all the motorsport ones, you guys are pretty special. So thank you very much and enjoy your day. Cheers. Hi, this is Leanne Tander, and I want to send a special Mother's Day thank you to my amazing mum, Pat, for all the support she has shown me throughout my motor racing career. Um, my mum was actively involved in so many aspects of my racing. She would be the one to tow the race car trailer around the country. She was picking up parts through the week. She always made sure I was eating and hydrated on race weekends. She'd liaise with sponsors and deal with the race teams, and she was there when I would win uh, with a big smile on her face and with a big hug. And she was always there to help pick me up again after my losses. I know I would never have got as far as I did without you, mum. So thank you, I love you, and happy Mother's Day. Hey guys, Max Vado here. Just wanna give a massive shout out to my mum. Thank you for everything you do for me and, and um, Emily and Jesse. You mean the world to me. Sorry for making you go gray through all the stress that I give you, but yeah. Just a massive thank you and happy Mother's Day. Hey everyone, Maddie Dunstan here. I just want to give a shout out to my mum. She is my rock and my bestest friend. I can't thank her enough for being the best mum ever. P.S. I'm so sorry I didn't stick to ballet dancing. Hey everyone, Tom Sargent here. Just wanted to give a massive shout out to my mum for everything she does for me. Throughout my whole life, motorsport and all, she's been there to help and support me. She's always wanted to be involved in what I do and I can't thank her enough for that. So happy Mother's Day to Mum and all the other mothers out there. Thank you for always being there. We love you lots. Hey everyone, Cam Hill here. I just want to give a massive shout out to my mum, Helen, and a happy Mother's Day. Thank you so much for all your love and support. I wouldn't be where I am without you. So thank you. So cool to hear from a couple of drivers and yeah, I can just imagine the smiles on their mum's face when they listen to this episode. So that was really special. And to wrap up this episode, we're going to hear from my mum, Mandy McLeod, uh, after I had to twist her arm to get her to come and sit down with me for a couple of minutes. She's definitely similar to me in wanting to be behind the camera. She does like to uh, hide away, hide in the shadows a little bit. But all she said about the podcast was she just didn't want to cry. And she didn't cry. So I can tell you that that was a success. And it was really good to chat to her about Um, me as a child I guess and how I got into motocross and ultimately how that path of of being involved in motorsport led to where I am now so yeah let's uh, hear from Mandy McLeod I've had to beg and plead to get my mum, Mandy, to come on this pod. But she flew down to Melbourne for a couple of days this week to come and spend Mother's Day in Melbourne with me. Mum, happy Mother's Day and welcome to Melbourne. I hope you've had a good week. But you've seriously been like a huge driving force in helping me get, like one, my business going and also into motorsport. So in honour of this episode, and you're not allowed to cry, (laughs) but in honour of this episode, I want to have a quick chat with you to just chat some shit and get you on the pod. So, Mandy McLeod, welcome to the Girls on the Grid podcast. Thank you, Tanea, for having me. (laughs) So my entire childhood was spent at a motocross track, and it was the best. It was the best possible way to grow up. But it wasn't your first choice. You grew up riding horses, and your whole family was into horses, and then you just decided, hey, 
Let's race motorbikes instead. Why did we go down the motocross path instead of riding horses? Well, we originally started with Jake. He, My older brother. He, we put him on a horse, but he used to keep falling off, so they called him Autumn Leaves because he'd fall off all the time in, during a barrel race. But he stuck out for a few months, but then in the end we had neighbours that were into motorbikes, the Skinners, and they got Jake involved in bikes. And then you come along, so we thought we might as well put her on a motorbike as well. And you got me a motorbike when I was three and a half. So I was pretty little, and I was getting around on a little Wee 50. What do you remember of that time when I was three and a half and you put your daughter, your only daughter, on a motorbike? Well, it was Christmas Day. We went down the Grand Nance. We put her on a bike, but we sort of forgot to tell her where the brakes were. So she hit a tree to stop. I didn't know where the brakes were. I just had no other choice other than just keep going until I hit something. And that thing was a tree. I remember you and Dad talking about where you both looked at each other. You had this sort of oh crap moment where you both looked at each other and realised that neither one of you had told me where the brakes were. And that's something that stuck out. I was I was really little, but that's I still remember that. I don't remember the day, but I remember the story of me hitting a tree. <laughs> So, Dad, he was into karting. Why did we not ever do karting and then maybe I could be a Bathurst champion? You know, you never know. Well, your dad was way too competitive. (laughs) Every time we did karting, he'd need a new motor and he'd need new tyres. And if we went karting with you, Jake and your father, I would never have been able to afford to pay for it all. (laughs) So that's the reason behind that one. But we did motorbikes, and that's not cheap either. But not as expensive as karting. Fair, fair. But we did motocross at a pretty high level. Like we kind of, we were never really the family to just, you know, race around at club days. I mean, that's where we started. But then when we realised that Jake was actually not bad at this, we did like state races, North Coast Championships, Australian titles. What do you really sort of remember about? that time where we literally spent every weekend or every Friday in the car driving to a racetrack and then every Sunday night dad doing like eight nine hour stints on the Red Bulls trying to get us home back for school on Monday morning. He was on the V's. Right sorry. Yes that's what used to get him home a lot. It was an amazing time we made lots of friends we did a lot of a lot of kilometers in a little old land cruiser that we had that we owned for many many years And if that little car could tell some stories, it'd be some awesome stories to be told. But it was a great time and I wouldn't change it for the world. And yeah, and that was my entire childhood. Just like a lot of the people who are into carts, uh, they have their karting family. We really had our motocross family and the, the Monday to Thursday or the Monday to Friday that we were at school wasn't really our social lives. Our social lives came from all the friends that... We didn't really live close to, but we all just sort of congregated uh, at this one racetrack for this specific event every weekend. And it's very similar to what I do now with supercars. don't really have a whole big social community in Melbourne, but every two weeks I get to fly away and see all my friends and really they're my family now at a racetrack. So it was really cool that that was a big story of my childhood and now that I get to sort of live that, that lifestyle again with cars but when I was 
13. Like, we didn't really grow up as a car family. Like, we watched Bathurst. But it's not like we sat down every weekend and watched the Supercars Championship or we never really were big followers of it. I think I went to my first racetrack when I was 13. Actually, we did Bathurst. We did for a big road trip and went to Bathurst when I was maybe five. And that, and I still remember that. But, yeah, other than that, cars was not really a big part of my sort of childhood. It was all about two wheels. What do you remember about when I first started to get into cars? What was that sort of period like? And did you ever think that I'd end up working in it full time? What I remember was our first trip to the Gold Coast with Nico. Yep, 2014. Yeah, when we took you up and you did your volunteering with Nico. That was a really good few days and we waited in line for you to see Frosty and Chaz at Woolworths. Oh man. (laughs) To get all your items signed. So that's my first memory of you getting into cars. And as all of you already know, I was a big Mark Winterbottom fan and that was the first time I met him and like I was nearly going to be sick. Like I had wigged myself out so hard about this whole thing and yeah it's just crazy now to look back on it and be like yeah that was a thing and I was a super fan but now it's cool we're t- now I'm totally cool like I've really I've really had to wind it back so now that both Jake and I are all grown up and doing our real world jobs well I mean mine's not you know mine's a bit too fun to be a real world job my brother's a heavy diesel mechanic so he gets the the real world job title in our family but you still follow a bit of sport. You still follow a bit of motorsport. What kind of things interest you when you turn on the TV and watch some race cars? I enjoy the racing between the cars. I really dislike it when someone just goes out front and just leads the whole way. I love the dossing, tossing and turning in between the drivers. That I enjoy that. And at the moment, I've been watching a little bit of the TCR, which I really like. It's good. Uh, the TCR on Stan Sport, that is, of with course. your Stan Sport login? Yes, exactly. Was there ever a weekend in our childhood that we weren't at a motocross track? Very rare between the local, the Coffs, the McLean and the Grafton tracks. If we weren't there, we'd be at SEQ. We'd be somewhere in New South Wales travelling. Or somewhere around Australia. Yes. But while you never really road or you did a little bit of like casual stuff but nothing nothing too like racy but we me and Jake and dad we definitely could have not made it as far as we did in the sport without you because you were our logistics person and by logistics I mean like sign on licensing entry forms she also did sign on like actually ran the sign on and then did the scoring during the races Plus, made Jake his honey and banana sandwiches for his energy because he was a big high-level athlete at the time. And you made me bacon sandwiches in the morning. So, I mean, we really couldn't have done it without you. You were sort of the the machine behind the, the whole McLeod family motocross-ness. It was good. I enjoyed it. It kept me from stressing out too much when the kids were racing because I wasn't very good at watching when they were riding. I was very concerned, Mum. She uh, got nicknamed this thing when me and Jake were out on the track where everyone would say, oh, it's okay, Mandy's just having kittens. And it would be a kind of combination of Mum grabbing the nearest stranger and shaking them whilst watching. And this poor person, whoever was standing next to her, was just looking at her like a nutcase. But she's like 
completely freaking out because like motocrosses, yeah, she'd full shake and like grab onto these poor people. <laughs> and then apologise, but at the end of the race. You were very polite about shaking them to death. <laughs> but they, that was, yeah, how I spent my childhood. And, and now, like, you try and get to whatever race car event you can get to. It's not like there's many close to Grafton, New South Wales. But you'll always find mum at a Bathurst or you'll always find her at a Gold Coast 600. And she tells me that it's to see me. But I think it's just because she likes to party. Well, if the shoe fits. <laughs> all right mum well i'd just like to thank you for everything you've done for me in supporting my journey from racing motorbikes through to now working in the motorsport industry i couldn't have done it without you and i hope you have a great mother's day thank you sweetheart i'm very happy for you to be my daughter and jake to be my son she's pretty lucky i am very lucky <laughs> That was such a cute chat. Great to hear from Mandy and the mums. That was a really nice episode, actually. I really like that we've done something a bit different for once. I mean, for once, not having just our normal sit-down guest, you know? Exactly. That's it. So, yeah. No, great to talk to the mums. Keep you guys on your toes. You never know what's going to come from us. We like to surprise everyone. Not really. (laughs) We just... (laughs) Go with the flow. We're not surprising no one. You'll get an episode from us every week on six exactly <laughs> on a Monday. <laughs> no, it was great to chat to the mums today and hear from all the drivers as well. Um, and before we go, we just want to remind you guys of uh, one of the other podcasts in our family that is Parked Up Plus. You can listen to at 5 p.m. every Monday with Mark Fogarty. You can get the news and the views from the weekend that was. It is the newest pod on the block and this week I think I can tell you guys that there's going to be a bit of an unpacking of the Walkinshaw moves to Ford Mm -hmm. news that broke the motorsport industry last week. It got broke and then it got confirmed a couple of days later and I was like, holy crap, no way. So that was the biggest thing that happened in our week and Mark Fogarty is going to break that down in the episode that comes out monday at 5 p.m so make sure you tune into that and also don't forget about the original parked up whilst tony dean may be no longer grant uh goes on a hunt every week to find a new guest a new co-host to join last week he spoke to john bow and brad jones and yeah this week who knows who might pop up there so make sure you add both of those podcasts to your listening list. We miss you, Tony D. No, Tony used to just hate on us. <laughs> All he did was like, don't listen to Girls on the Grid. Well, everyone, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, something different to our normal, but um, yeah, it was great to hear from the drivers and our mums. Um, and yeah, just talk about how uh, they've supported us in our careers. Uh, like I said earlier, I think motorsport mums are a different breed. Uh, there's a lot of sacrifice that comes with uh, being a motorsport mum. But yeah, they've been a huge support for us and we're very grateful for them, of course. And we can 100% definitely say that neither of us or any of the drivers would be where they are without Absolutely. their mums. Like just, there's no chance that that would happen. So they're completely a driving force in careers racing careers job careers all that sort of stuff so yeah huge shout out to the mums we love you well we hope all the mums had a great mother's day as well and we'll talk to you guys next week we'll be back on the regular scheduled program 
with a guest next week. So thanks for tuning in, guys. Bye. <laughs> You've just listened to another Network R production. 